episode 139 of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Yes, look up. Let's start the show. We are now the defenders of the stronghold of democracy and of equal opportunity. Welcome to a special holiday edition of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. No guest today, just me, Chris Hahn, your host. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends about the podcast. Hope you had a happy holiday, whether you celebrate Christmas or Festivus. If you're celebrating Kwanzaa right now, I hope you're having a joyous Kwanzaa as we speak. But I know we all look forward to a new year and the new year is coming. And if you're like me, you're probably not going to be doing anything because people in your family have COVID. Um, Yeah, I had some COVID positives in the house. Uh, So uh, the house is divided between the positives and the negatives. I am negative. Show no symptoms. Of course, I'm vaxxed and boosted. Uh, My wife was also vaxxed and boosted and she got it. So, and my older daughter, my younger daughter and I are saying, sharing one end of the house and my wife and my older daughter are sharing the other end of the house and we both take turns in the kitchen wearing masks. So, sucks. Uh, We didn't get to do anything for Christmas. Christmas Eve, usually go to my mother's. Christmas Day, we go to my in-laws. Didn't do any of that. I did watch For All Mankind, most of it. I'm like uh, midway through season two right now. Great show. Let me highly recommend it. But I'm also... You know, I started the show alluding to a movie I watched that came out last night um, on Netflix called Don't Look Up, and it is a masterpiece. Adam McKay um, really just spoofs everything going on right now between COVID and, quite frankly, the move towards totalitarianism in this country, the the shift right. Um, Brilliant. Brilliant cast. Jennifer Lawrence, who I have mentioned on this show before, jokingly, uh, there was an aide to the former president, Donald Trump, uh, named Jennifer Lawrence, who was subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. And Jennifer Lawrence, the actress, one of my favorite actresses, uh, fantastic in this movie. Leonardo DiCaprio, fantastic in this movie. Um, I think Meryl Streep steals the movie. Uh, as she does in almost every movie she's in. She plays the president of the United States, and uh, basically she plays a female version of Trump. <laughs> it's it's great. You got to watch it. Uh, it definitely is uh, one of those movies. Again, it, it's not based on the virus or based on anything else. It's based on an asteroid coming to hit the planet, but uh, you got to watch it. Uh, great. You might not like it, but I think if you like this show, if you like me, you're going to like that movie. Um, so I, I, that's basically been my last couple days. Uh, I did do my radio show in New York City. Again, I tested negative. I have no symptoms. I've been running. I feel fine. Um, so I went in and I did my radio show in New York City. But beyond that, I am not doing anything. I am just staying home with the dogs, going on walks, going on runs. That's it. Doing nothing. A friend of mine has a similar situation where uh, two, both of his kids have tested positive. And him and his wife have tested negative, and I might see him and go, you know, hit some golf balls or something later on this week. But that's about it. That's my, that's my vacation week. Lovely. Um, you know, we've got to get past it. Um, I think we're getting past it. I think this Omicron virus variant, uh, excuse me, is is the is the, the beginning of the end, if not the end, because I feel like everyone's gotten it. I mean, even myself, right? I find it hard to believe that. 
my wife has it and I didn't have it, but that's what the test said. And I have no symptoms whatsoever, but I think at some point I must've had it, right? I must've had it and given it to her and I'm triple vaxxed. So now, of course, I also got the vac, I got the booster shot right at the beginning of December. So maybe I was just peaking right at the right time with my, um, you know, with my, with my immunity to it from the booster, but it is just, I don't know. I mean, if 25% of people on Long Island have it right now, I mean, everybody, everybody's probably got it. I just don't feel like if it's as contagious as they say it is, everybody's got it or everybody's somewhat immune to it based on boosters and previous bouts with COVID. Uh, my godson, unfortunately, got it, and he's double vaxxed. He's, he's only 15, but he also had COVID earlier this year. So it's kind of odd. He has no symptoms whatsoever, but he tested positive. So here we are. Uh, we're back in the middle of another one of these strains. Um, you know, we've got to figure something out. But it does seem mild, right? I mean, people who get it, who have been vaccinated, are experiencing little to no symptoms. In fact, it's very similar to a cold. Headaches, tired, aches, pains, cough, sore throat, things that you would expect. I haven't heard a lot of uh, people who are vaccinated having issues breathing. And that's great. Um, And that's what usually happens in the evolutions of viruses. They become less lethal because the virus wants to survive. And if it keeps killing its host, well, it can't survive either. So we'll see if we're at the end here. And when we get to the end, the question is, America, will we accept that we are at the end This is my main concern, that we will continue with a lot of these precautions long after they are are necessary. And I'm not saying they're not necessary now. I think that, you know, masking right now is very important, um, especially to protect the unvaccinated. But again, I've said this on the show many, many times now. I'm really not interested in protecting the unvaccinated anymore. I'm really not. Um, They don't want to get vaccinated they're, they're not going to wear masks. You think, you know, they're, they're, they're not willing to get a shot. They're not going to put on masks. So why am I jumping through hoops for these people at this point? Why are any of us who have done everything right? We have done what we were supposed to do. We social distances, distances, distanced early on. We wore masks early on. We stayed home early on through a year. When the vaccine came out, we got our shots when we became eligible for it. When they told us to get boosted, we got boosted. Well, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty protected. I'm not really worried about dying of this thing anymore. I don't like getting colds anyway. So if I'm around sick people, I usually tell them to leave or I leave if I, you know, if it's their place. I do not like being around sick people even before COVID. Ask anybody who's ever known me. If you start sneezing and hacking up in my presence, I tell you to go home or I leave. And I don't go to work sick. It's just not what I do. Never have, never will. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to give anything to anybody. Now I don't get sick often, so it's not really an issue for me. But you know, I am getting older, so I'm sure I'll get sick more often as as what happens with age, unfortunately. So I, I don't know. There's going to be a point in time where we have to cut bait with the unvaccinated. Now I, I worry about the children of the unvaccinated who don't really have a choice of their own who probably, if they were given the option themselves, would go get vaccinated. But their parents, uh, they're believing some sort of nonsense, which, by the way, 
again, watch that movie, don't look up. There's a meteor coming right at you. And the far right in this country, in this movie, or I, mean, I don't know if they're the far right, but whoever they are, I mean, they never really make it out whether she's far right or far left. It doesn't really matter. She's crazy. In fact, the politics of Trump is not really right or left. It's just crazy. It's ignorance. It's idiocracy is what it is. She's basically telling people not to look up. There's a meteor, an asteroid coming for the earth in this movie. And the president of the United States portrayed brilliantly by Meryl Streep tells you not to look up. I'm just saying, I am just saying, watch that movie because it's all about the fact that people will not accept reality. And even the big papers, the New York Times, as it's as it's portrayed in the movie, not necessarily the New York Times. It's a different. It's a fictional paper in the movie, but even they were well. This movie's not this. Uh, this you know your analysis is not a hundred percent as you said it was. It was ninety nine point seven percent or something. I, I, I America. I I just I, I really want you to watch the movie and I want you to tweet at me at Christopher Hahn and tell me what you think of it because. I, you know, it's fresh in my mind as I record this podcast today. And, you know, look, it's a slow news week. So you want me to talk about, you know, the January 6th commission again? I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll be back here on January 3rd, which is three days prior to the anniversary of January 6th. I'm sure I have a lot to say about January 6th that day. Uh, uh, actually, the podcast comes out on the 4th, which is two days before, but I'll record it on the 3rd. Um, am I supposed to tell you? When I record it, when I don't record it, I always record it on Monday. It comes out at 1 a.m. on Tuesday morning. It's not like I'm out at uh, 12 midnight on Monday recording my podcast. I'm not. <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, I digress. It's the holidays. I hope you had a good holiday with your family. I hope you, you, you didn't get into political fights if you were able to see your family. And I hope, you know, 2022 is the year we're done with COVID. I, I know, I think I said this the exact same week last year. Um, I think it is. I think, you know, seeing that people are not dying and being hospitalized from this Omicron spread, which really is, I mean, I, I can't tell you, everybody I know either has it or their kid has it or one of their close friends has it. it it's everybody's got it right now. Um. Nobody seems to be too worried about it. Um, so we'll see. Maybe this is the end. Maybe we could call this an endemic now and not a pandemic sometime in March and move on and get back to normal in America. But we can't forget that this is possible. And if there's another one looming out there, which there could be, forget about variants of COVID-19, what's the next virus that could be coming uh, in this world right now? We're overcrowded. Uh, climate change is forcing uh, migration of insects and animals that normally wouldn't be near humans that are coming closer and closer to humans. Their habitats are being wiped out by humans. We're coming closer and closer to them. Um, we're going to see more disease in this country. Hopefully it's disease that we are capable of uh, combating with our science. But people need to believe in science. Uh, we have this world that is based on science. All this miracle of technology, the fact that I could do this podcast and have it sound exactly like I'm sitting in a radio studio. I mean, again, I do radio shows in Million Dollar Studios. I do this podcast in what's supposed to be my office in my house. If you saw this room, you'd be like, oh my God, 
When are you gonna unpack it? You've lived there for six years. Like, can you unpack your office? I've never unpacked it. It's basically my closet. Uh, and it sounds just like I'm coming out of a studio in New York City, mostly. So I do TV from my basement, broadcast quality TV from my basement. And nobody knows I'm in my basement. So I'm just saying we live in a world that is created and made us made better by science. Yet there's a portion of the population that's ah, science, Shmias. Give me a break. But let's hope in 2022 we can move past that a little bit. Hope, let's hope in 2022 that we could find common ground with people who we disagree with and maybe have real conversations, rational conversations about policy and the direction of this country and about our future, our joint shared futures. That's my wish for 2022. I want to see us come together join hands and move on now it's an election year the congress is up um i'm sure there'll be a lot of trumpian candidates this madison corthorn guy you know he's out there saying the russian military is better than the u.s military could you just imagine for a second if elon omar had said the same thing it would be leading every hour of fox news of oan of Newsmax, of every talk radio show in America for weeks. Madison Cawthorn says it. Who cares? No big deal. Oh, he doesn't mean it. He's a white boy. White boys love America, don't they? I don't think he loves America. He thinks the Russian military is better than the U.S. military? Screw you, Madison. Screw you. But I don't see any outrage from the right. None. 2022 is an election year, so yeah, start talking early in 2022 because once it gets to September, you're going to have a hard time talking to people who disagree with you, but who knows? Maybe the Republican Party will implode from within battles between the Trumpians and the non-Trumpians. I don't know. I know there might be some of that in the country. I'm not holding out hope for it, but I will make this prediction. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll make this prediction on the other side of the break since I don't have a guest and I do need to take a break. I will take a break. And I'll be right back, and I'll give you my prediction for something that I know will happen in 2022. Stay tuned. So much easier to do these podcasts when I don't have a guest. So much, so much less editing. Oh yeah, I edit it myself now that I'm working from home mostly. It's easier just to do it myself at this point. That's probably going to change in 2022 too. Um. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. There's some some stuff going on. I mean, I'm doing a lot of stuff with 77 WABC. We're going syndicated. We'll be national. I'm doing two shows there. Um, we'll see if my podcast just emanates from that uh, next year somehow. Who knows? If it does, then somebody else will edit it. Uh, but I've gotten good at editing it, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I You know, when I started, I didn't edit it. Somebody else edited it for me. Now I edit it. Well, here we are. Uh, 140... Almost 140 episodes later, uh, I don't know how many years I've been doing this now. It's at least three years because it was before COVID that I started doing this. And, you know, COVID made it like, wow, what a great outlet. I don't have to go anywhere. Even though I was still going into the radio studios to do radio uh, during COVID. But, you know, here's my prediction for 2022. If, if the Republicans take the House of Representatives and Gary Mandering's making it almost certain that they will. 
Kevin McCarthy, by the end of 2022, we will know that Kevin McCarthy will not be the Speaker of the House. I'm going to tell you, write this down, circle this podcast, play it back uh, sometime in late December of next year. By the time I'm doing it next year, in between Christmas and New Year's, and I assume I'll still be doing a podcast in between Christmas and New Year's in 2022, uh, we will know for sure. But I, I find it hard to believe that that weak need fool will be elected Speaker of the House. I, I mean, you've got, you already see the Matt Gateses, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, uh, the Representative Gosars, the Jim Jordans of the world jockeying for position there. And Kevin McCarthy just rolling over and showing his belly to them every time he has to. You don't see any pushback. Let me tell you something. Ten years ago, you know, John Boehner, as Speaker of the House, would have kicked Paul Gosar out, right? Not even ten years ago, five years ago. He'd be gone. No, There'd be no more Paul Gosar, uh, you know, in the old Republican Party. There'd be no more. Madison Cawthorn, I don't know that he would have been kicked out for what he said about the military, but he would have been making a public apology, a tearful public apology, because the leadership would have called him to the carpet on it. Not anymore. No, no. Be crazy. Raise money. We'll see what happens. I want to be speaker. You're not going to be speaker. Leaders need to lead. You shouldn't be even, you shouldn't be speaker, frankly, because you don't lead. You, you follow, you're just, you're just a roll, you roll over and show your belly. You, you kicked out a Cheney because she disagreed with something you agreed on, with, quite frankly, on January 6th of this year. Okay, Kevin McCarthy took to the floor when the House resumed deliberations on January 6th of this year, and he gave a scolding rebuke of Donald Trump that night. Liz Cheney never stopped believing that. Liz Cheney, who, you know, I don't agree with on policy, at least she's consistent. Kevin McCarthy knows what happened on January 6th. He called President Trump, asked him to call off the dogs. He knows what Donald Trump said to him. He told it to several of his members who repeated it to the press. But he's changed his tune now. No, we need the former guy if I'm going to be the Speaker of the House. And let me tell you something. Donald Trump is more likely to be Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy is. So mark my words on that. Save this podcast. Play it for your friends. Remember, I'm saying this in December of 2021. But in December of 2022, we will know the answer to this. That's assuming they take the House back. They could implode, right? You could have the Liz Cheney wing of the party, the Mitt Romney wing of the party, grow a pair and start running primaries against these Trumpians. And if they lose the primaries, run as a third party candidate and get Democrats elected for the sake of democracy in America. Because we know that this Trumpian wing of the Republican Party does not believe in democracy, do not believe in the principles of this country. That's why a Madison Cawthorn could say our military is not the greatest in the world. That Russian's military, which is basically held together with duct tape and string, are greater than ours. Give me a break. Give me a break, Madison. No, no. There's a dictator in Russia who's willing to use his military to invade foreign countries. 
Oh, and then not show you what actually happens when that happens. That's different than being great. That's being evil. Don't confuse the two, Madison. I know you think evil is great, but it's not. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting year. Um, I'm looking forward to the calendar turning, uh, as I did last year. But I just feel like we've got to be coming out of this funk. we got to move on. And let's hope we do. So I, I want to remind you now, as I always do, to seek the truth. Question everyone and everything, even me. Seek the truth. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it if you look for it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. Happy New Year. And thanks for listening to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast.